0: Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network.
1: Welcome to the Barbecue Radio Network. This is T-Bone with me as two-time world champion in pork, Andy Groneman. And why am I talking to you? Uh, Dave did it again. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. The chair's empty over there. But, but I've got Andy with me this time. So my comfort zone is just a little bit better. Uh, you know, was because when it was, it was Todd and I, we were both just kind of stared at each other. Uh, no, not bad. Todd was great. And, uh. You got to work hard to shut me up, T-Bone. Well, you know what? Andy, tell me. I know you've got some exciting news. What do you got coming up here?
2: Well, so it it announced yesterday, so I can share it. I guess it announced this week, uh, depending on when the show's airing. Um, But the Country Network is doing a
1: new television show called Barbecue Country, because we can't get enough of those barbecue shows. There, right. they're always awesome. Well, and not always. <laughs>
2: this particular
1: uh, show is
2: really about trying to find the best backyard cook in America. So it is not trying to find a competition cook. It's it right up not, our alley. It's right up our alley. And so they are taking twelve uh, backyard cooks that have submitted their you know video resumes and and done all of the. Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for, T Bone? Interviewing and all of that, and they've they've picked twelve compelling personalities. Cooks. That's right. That was in there from from across <laughs> America, and they're going to pair them with twelve pitmasters, uh, and then they will compete against each other uh, again, not in a competition style cook. So they're not going to be doing like a competition rib or chicken or or
1: brisket like like we talk about sometimes. They're they're not going to have to face a panel of judges that. You can't read the expression on their face. No, you're it's gonna be great. You're thinking. gonna
2: you're gonna face the judges with your pit master and the person you're competing against all around the table. Like you would, would in the backyard, right? You're gonna you're gonna find out how your food was while you're sitting there eating it with the judges.
1: Oh my gosh, that could ruin your appetite, possibly. So
2: <laughs> it's it's gonna be exciting. It is still, you know, a, a competition style show. So there, you're gonna start with twelve. And then over the season, uh, they will go head to head and you'll end up with a finale of the, of the last three cooks and it'll be a live music festival, a barbecue festival. And then of course there's prize money that, that, uh, these backyard cooks can win 15 grand in prizes and cash and all kinds of fun stuff. So yeah, I'm excited to be a part of it. It's going to start airing, uh, probably Memorial day weekend. Oh, wow. So, uh, It'll be uh, shot and ready to go here
1: soon. Do you know? Are are they restricting the? Uh, so you're you're one of the pitmasters, obviously. Yes, sir. Uh, And are they restricting? I don't know if you know this or not. Restricting the the actual contestants, for lack of a better word, like if they had won a grand championship, correct? Are they are they, they... Can,
2: they don't qualify. Okay, it, this
1: is a backyard. So no ringers. No, yeah, no
2: ringers. It is a backyard. competition so if you're a cook in this you are the best of the backyard you are have never done competitive cooking
1: before so i assume you won't meet your partner until like the day of correct i my
2: understanding is that uh, we're going to meet our backyard cook and go you know right into the heat of battle and my goal is to be a mentor they're basically pairing up uh, a pit master with a backyard cook to help mentor them through um, the challenge. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to get to do what I love to do, which is teach barbecue. So perfect, uh, perfect thing for me. Um, and the show is called Barbecue Country. It's on the country network and it will be, as I said, airing, I believe they believe Memorial Day weekend and we'll get that thing rolling and you can watch it on the country network. You'll probably be able to stream it on Hulu and all of the streaming platforms that uh you know are out there. So it should be a great time. I'm
1: looking forward to it. Oh, I am too. I can't wait to I I kind of feel like whoever it is that gets paired with you might have a little advantage. <laughs> I
2: don't know about that. There's a lot of good uh Pitmasters. So they've been announcing them uh daily with uh kind of the culmination of this, I believe, is gonna end right when the uh Backyard pitmasters are able to be announced. So, oh, so I know Rich Fergola is is
1: going to be one of them. Yeah, he's, Fergola, a, he's a world champion. We've
2: got Harry Sue, John Kuhn, uh Tina Cannon, all kinds of great, great uh, pitmasters that are going to be part of this thing. So... Can't wait to get with all of them and, and kind of get that camaraderie grip going, and it's going to be a blast.
1: Isn't there a couple that they haven't announced yet, too? Uh, they, there are still, still a couple. Yeah, they've still yeah. got, I think, two more to announce. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see who uh, who's going to help our backyard guys. Or actually, I think today they announced Alan Smith, who's Boar's Night Out. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: So yeah. you want to talk about phenomenal rubs competition and- cook and the rubs that are out, like staple in the kitchen, right? So really good pit masters that are going to be helping these backyard cooks. And again, we're going to find the best backyard cook in
1: America and uh, welcome to barbecue country. It is going to be a savory test taste off. (laughs) I should say. Uh, okay. It's time for ask Andy. Uh, I'm going to introduce myself (laughs) to do this segment, which is sponsored by smoke on wheels. Uh, and by the way, anybody who uh, submits a question and it gets used on the air, you get a barbecue radio network t-shirt with our wonderful logo of a cow and a pig at a table talking on microphones. And I tried to load the questions every week and he hasn't sent me a t-shirt and he never uses my questions. Did I not get you a t-shirt? No. I was thinking of this. Never? No. Okay. Never. I've, I've got one for you upstairs. Okay. <laughs> I've, it's been bugging me. Okay. Uh, question from Jared Mikulski from New Braunfels, Texas. All right. And him and I had some yes, back, back and forth as I, as I was telling you off the air. What would be some advice you guys would give to a first-timer trying to do well in a brisket competition? Well... It looks like I
2: get to practice for barbecue cutting That's exactly
1: what we're gonna be doing is talking about
2: things like that. No, so obviously, the best thing you can do to help your cook is to cook. Um, so the more you cook, the better your cook will get because you'll get more familiar with the cut. you'll get more familiar with what it's supposed to look like, feel like and your cooker too and your cooker too. You'll learn your cooker as you're doing that. So first and foremost, um, if you can take a class, take a class so that you have a baseline. I always think live learning creates the best baseline. But if you don't have the opportunity to do that, I guarantee there's plenty of of, of stuff going on in New Bronzefells that you're going to have a good baseline at brisket. So I'm not really worried about that. So from there, uh, I would say start with a low and slow mentality so that you can have plenty of time to get to that sweet spot of the so perfect you can brisket. So adjust, yeah. So I would be cooking at 225 degrees. I would plan for a long cook. I would give myself 12 to 16 hours so that I can get plenty of cook and rest time in. And then if you're going to just use that as a baseline, I'd also start with a, a wood that's not going to be too strong. So maybe a pecan or an oak uh, before you go to hickory or mesquite. So you'll get kind of a nice uh, even smoke. And 225, wrap it once the bark is a color that you like. Not necessarily a temperature, but once it's the color that you like, go ahead and wrap it in foil, butcher paper, you know, whatever you have handy. And then cook that until it probes tender, which I would say you can start looking for that around 200 degrees-ish. Okay. And once it probes tender rest it for at least an hour bring it out do, and then do you wrap and it go. right away or yeah i i wrap it once i you know put it back
1: in the pit and take it on up to 200 very very good i i think i think jared's going to do well i found you know so the competition it's local one of the first things i told him was find out who the sanctioning body is and get the rules so you don't get disqualified that's right that's right you got to know the done. rules but anyway we're going to be right back with ryan cooper the barbecue tourist right here on Barbecue Radio Network.
0: We build a grill
1: Holstein Manufacturing you have a better recipe for when you grill.
2: Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing, well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com.
1: We build the grill. Holstein Manufacturing.
2: Holstein Manufacturing. We build the grill.
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. T-Bone here with Andy Groneman. We've got on the line right now the co-founder of the Smoke Sheet newsletter, which by the way, if you're not getting it, you need to sign up for it. And we're going to talk to Ryan Cooper, the barbecue tourist, about how you can get into that newsletter weekly and learn more about barbecue. He's a three-time award of excellence winner from the National Barbecue Association. For best blog, so the guy knows how to write, and you need to check out if you don't already
2: Instagram and go check out the Barbecue Tourist and and check out all of the stuff that he's doing because there's uh, it's always great feed. It's a ton <laughs> of
1: barbecue porn. <laughs> That's I, for sure. How you doing, Ryan? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. Hi, I don't know, Wonderful. Andy. How are you? <laughs> So Ryan, so we we we, on. we brought you on because spring break is coming up. And you've yeah. pretty much carved out a niche for yourself by uh being a barbecue tourist and going around. I didn't you one time like do 20 places in 10 days in Texas?
3: Yeah, we did. That was just last year we did uh 20 places in the Houston area. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun, but we, we wanted to eat salad for about a month
2: after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the meat sweats in a serious way down there. Uh, for sure. And Houston, just even in the last couple of years, is continuing to grow. That entire area around there, it's just absolutely nuts. What was your yeah. favorite uh, place down there?
3: Favorite place down there? That's hard to say. Of course. Um, People yeah. are listening. <laughs> yeah, we, we enjoyed every place we went to. We especially love the whole hog barbecue at Fegis barbecue. Oh yeah. And we also love the Asian infused barbecue at Blood Brothers a lot.
2: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, Fegis. they uh we actually did a cure camp uh in Houston at Garden Grace. Um, last year and they made it over as part of that cure camp. It was it, awesome. Those guys are really doing good work. Yeah, they're very talented. When you kind of put your plan together for how you're doing those trips, how do you get everything together? How do you figure out where you're going to go, what you're trying to find? Obviously, you're trying to you know, share new content and different thoughts as you go. What's kind of the process behind that? Can you walk us through that
3: Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing to do is to do plenty of research ahead of time. You know, um, I always do. I always look online as much as I can before I head off on a road trip. I develop a game plan. You know, the biggest thing is to check your hours, know how early you need to be at a place um, and when, when places usually sell out of food. And um, how much time it takes between drives, you know, a place like Texas, that's a big place. It takes time to get from one spot to the next, which is actually better because that gives you time to get hungry again.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's hours
1: (laughs) between one (laughs) spot and the next. (laughs) Yes, for sure. You might as well go national (laughs) if you're doing Texas. (laughs) That's right. So if you are going to
2: take a trip this spring, where would you say the, the best place for that spring break food gastro trip would be if you were going to go do a barbecue crawl somewhere, where's like the new hot place that we should be doing a barbecue crawl?
3: Well, you could definitely, um, you know, my thought was you could go from KC, take I 35 South through, uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, and, and then hit Texas. I think a great scene in addition to Houston that we just mentioned, The great scene is Fort Worth. I mean, you could hit a ton of great spots down there. And if you were still hungry, you could keep heading south to uh, Austin. Yeah, you hit
2: Austin and then it's like, there's a whole other barbecue world. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Which that'll be Memorial Day for me. I'll be down there at Hot Luck, which for me, that's always, if you can get down to Hot Luck Festival, that thing's amazing. Uh, Yeah. the, The food coming out and then usually at the same time, um, Treaty Oaks or somebody will be doing a, a smaller thing as well. So there's there's all kinds of great barbecue happenings down there on that weekend, but you know it's always good to go south for spring break. and then, you know summertime, I, I'm still kind of blown away by how great like the Iowa Nebraska barbecue uh, circuit is if you go hit the places up there. like that people never talk about that really unless they're from the Midwest. But there's a ton of great barbecue in Iowa and Nebraska as well.
3: Yeah, there really is, you know, and I get to explore that a lot more since I'm based in Omaha. So I get to hit all the the spots here quite a lot. And there's there's some surprising hidden gems here for sure. All like, right. So what are the hidden gems?
2: Yeah, I want to know that.
3: Well, you know, Porky Butts is the big one here. Uh, Blaine Hunter was the American Royal winner a few years ago. That one's pretty pretty well known. But hidden gems, there's a place called Smoke and Barrel that does Texas style barbecue. Uh, really good brisket. And then there's a lot of new places that are kind of opening up as well. Some places, some people are coming up from Texas and and relocating to Omaha. So it's it's kind of interesting. There's starting to be a
2: little scene here. So it's pretty cool. Now you said Smoke and Barrel is doing a Texas style barbecue. Are they, by that, do you mean they're doing like a salt and pepper brisket or are they doing full on, I'm using a thousand gallon offset and really trying to bring that craft, you know, style all the way up? I'm talking about salt and pepper
3: brisket in that case. However, there is going to be a new spot that does the thousand gallon offset here. I don't even think they have a name yet. They just have a banner that says Texas barbecue coming soon. But I know the owner of that worked at several big spots down in uh, the Fort Worth area, Dallas, Fort Worth. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to get some real Texas barbecue up here as well.
2: Yeah, that's, and we've been getting a lot of that here in Kansas city too, which you think Kansas city, there's, you know, hundreds of barbecue restaurants already but just
1: there you know, are yeah and there are <laughs> but
2: literally you can start looking at all of the new craft places that have opened up just in the last few years and it's it's amazing the uh kind of rebirth of that of that style
3: yeah i was just there in november and hit a bunch of spots and already i'm i'm making my list i'm thinking about spring break myself and i'm thinking. Gosh, there's probably six or seven spots in Kansas City that have opened up or, you know, have moved to a permanent location just in the last couple of months that I need to hit. So I've I've already got a a list of spots in KC to hit up.
2: Well, we're going to be talking to you about I want to talk about party in the pit a little bit from KC. And let's talk about some of those spots uh, here in just a little bit. I think uh, we'll hit those in the next segment for sure.
1: Sounds good. So, Ryan, quick question for you. I'm sure sure you've been down to Franklin's in Austin, right? I have. How long did you stand in line? (laughs) You know, I stood in line. I want to say it wasn't terrible. I want to say three hours. Oh, okay. So that you were there on a good day, on a slow day. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. We're going to be right back with more with Ryan Cooper, the barbecue tourist. Make sure you check into the smoke sheet at BBQnewsletter.com. Sign up for it, and it is absolutely free, and you will find out stuff about barbecue you may not have known before. We'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Network.
0: Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at BBQRadioNetwork.com.
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. We're talking with Ryan Cooper, the barbecue tourist. Make sure you go to BBQNewsletter.com and subscribe to this free weekly newsletter. Uh, Ryan is the co-founder of that. It's a three-time winner of the National Barbecue Association Award of Excellence. So you know you're going to get some good stuff in there. Ryan, when are you coming back to Kansas City, man? I am gonna be
3: down there very soon, March fourth. Proud Souls Barbecue is gonna be opening a a new store, and they're having their grand opening. So I'm gonna check out all the cool stuff that they're selling and doing down there. Do you do you know anything that they're?
1: Do you know anything that they're gonna be
3: doing on on March (laughs) fourth? Apparently, they're gonna be cooking alligators.
1: They're gonna, you know, somebody (laughs) might be.
2: It's going to be
3: towing crazy. some big cool um, <laughs> truck and with all sorts of stuff. And it's going to well, be, you're, you're
1: going to be there, right? Andy? Yeah.
2: Proud souls is that's one of the fun gigs for me because it's, it's like my complete crossover gig, right? Because <laughs> Creekstone has product in the store. We got product in the meat case. So I get to wear my brand manager hat, you know, my wife's the GM of the store. So, you know, I get to help and, and bring smoke on wheels to it. And then, you know, I, I'm a Yoder pit guy, and guess what they sell? They sell Yoders. So I get to cook on a Yoder, Creekstone beef, supporting my wife at her grand opening. Like, it's a trifecta for me, man. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, Craig will be down. The Barbecue Ninja will be cooking a, an alligator. We're going to have all kinds of crazy, uh, crazy stuff going. Megan Day's going to be cooking. Of course, Fergie will be cooking. Uh, lots and lots of cool stuff going on for that. And it'll be maybe not as cool a party as Party in the Pit was, but it's gonna be a pretty cool party. But that was the last time that I ran into you as a party in the pit. Okay,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. One of you guys is gonna to have to explain this party in the pit thing. But Ryan, were you involved in putting it together? I was I was a little bit involved. Well, yeah, t- tell party us in about that. I party was there, it was pit. cool.
3: Yeah, it was an awesome little gathering where we just celebrated. Kansas city barbecue. We brought initially, we wanted to bring together a lot of the smaller craft barbecue places that do pop-ups. And then once we started talking to people, we got all sorts of people that wanted to, to join in on the fun. So we had, you know, Jack stack there. Andy was there cooking with his trailer um we had a lot of great food Uh, okay you're
1: you're really really doing that a disservice when you say trailer (laughs) yeah Uh, andy how many wheels does that thing have anyway to carry all that weight oh it's gotta have like it's just two axles 14 axles or something (laughs) just two just two
2: (laughs) (laughs) no that's great but you're going to be coming back to kansas city and you're going to be hitting up a lot of the new barbecue places what's that trip going to look like well, I'm
3: going to be coming in addition to the Proud Souls trip. I'm also going to come back for uh, Buck Tui Barbecue and Meet Mitch are doing a collaboration in March, so that I have to go uh, for that. And then I'm going oh, to. I'm
1: sorry that that you know that you have yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. It's a an you know obligation. Yeah,
2: it's a tough job. Yeah. <laughs> a and, tough job. and you get those two it. guys together, and that's going to be phenomenal. And you add Pam into the mix, and it's like. That's that's a great the, the Kansas City barbecue community is great because everybody works together and is everybody's trying to, you know, lift uh, lift the awareness of what's going on. So it's one of those the support all for tides each other. rising, you know, all ships incredible. rise. Yeah, for sure. So you're hitting that. What else you got on the list for uh, the next trip? Lots of uh, places,
3: you know, these pop ups are open in brick and mortar locations. I'm going to be. Going to Wolfpack, I'm going to hopefully see the new Jazzy Bees location in Lee Summit. And um, I, I still haven't been to the new uh, Harp Barbecue uh, brick-and-mortar location either. So there's you know lots of spots like that. And then seeing the new pop-ups that are at different places. There's a pop-up called Point and Flat, and that gentleman was at Party in the Pit. Uh, there's also one called Smoke and Soul. S E O U L. So it's a Korean inspired uh, Kansas City barbecue that sounds really interesting as well. So, yeah, lots so of new spots.
2: So, we're talking with Ryan Cooper. He's a barbecue tourist, co founder of the, the Smoke Sheet Barbecue newsletter, and we're talking about. All the cool places going on in this next Kansas City trip, and you mentioned a couple of good ones there. So, Smoke and Soul is actually going to do a really cool collaboration with Transport Brewing at their new Gardener location. So, you'll be able to catch that too. Which uh, Transport is 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 one of my favorite local breweries. Uh, they just do a phenomenal job, and they're opening their new location in Gardener. Uh, so they're going to be able to, you know, expand their capacity. It's got a nice tap room and and a new space that Smoke and Soul will be in. Point and Flat's going to be really awesome. So I'm excited to see, you know, what what they've got going too. He's got a menu that is uh, kind of his standard menu now. I know at, at first it was kind of every event had a little bit of a, its own flair, and he's starting to get enough cadence that that's really coming on with its own menu. Uh, so. Pretty exciting stuff. And speaking of exciting stuff, you probably have another trip or two in the works. So what what's going on next to kind of start to build the fodder for uh, the smoke sheet?
3: Well, so spring break's coming up. My son and I, we're going to take a, a spring break trip, boys trip uh, down to Arkansas. I'm going to hit some of the more historic spots down there mcclard's barbecue in hot springs and maybe jones barbecue on the other side of the state and then we're gonna head on down to texas because my son really loves texas and we're gonna the, you know the, there's no uh loss for good barbecue down there so we'll end up trying some pretty great stuff
2: yeah n- not at all and and getting some road time uh with your son is always a good plan you know those are are always my favorite trips or, or road trips with my dad. Mine usually ended up being fishing trips. We'd drive to Canada uh, and hauling all the gear. And you get a lot of good story time and good uh, stuff out of that. That's going to be great. So tell us a little bit about the smoke sheet and, number one, what, what you're really giving the the people that are signing up and, and reading that week in and week out, and then how can people get to sign up for it?
3: So the smoke sheet, you know, we try to give people an overview of kind of the best of barbecue every week. So we, we give a a little bit of original content. Uh, We also share the top news stories in the world of barbecue each week. We share our favorite uh, videos, podcasts, and books. And we also Share a recipe of the week every week. So we try to give people little uh, digestible bits of of barbecue that they need to know if they're barbecue fans.
2: So we just got through uh, the Super Bowl. We had all of our fun, you know, Super Bowl parties and all of that. What is your favorite recipe from uh, from the smoke sheet that you w- would uh, tell folks that they need to try first?
3: wow that's really hard to to say but you know speaking of the super bowl i we ended up doing a super bowl issue all about wings and that's what i ended up cooking for the super bowl parties uh i did all sorts of different kinds of wings and everything but now our big thing is going to be we're going to turn to ribs and i think i want to do keep
1: going ryan you got about 30 seconds left all right i want to do you know
3: An Asian-inspired rib, I'm thinking of a Korean gochujang uh, spicy Korean rib, is probably what I'll be cooking coming up soon.
2: That's going to be amazing. I love that Korean-style rib, and gochujang just adds so much flavor. Uh, Chingu is a new uh, Korean restaurant here
1: in town, and I just had their rib, so that sounds great. Ryan, thanks for joining us. We're out of time right now for this segment. Be sure to get to BBQNewsletter.com and subscribe. They'll have access to all the past issues, won't they? Also? Yes, we uh, have our archive of issues on there. Fantastic. Just a plethora of information. So we'll be right back right here on Barbecue Radio Network.
0: Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Andy need the attention. Build a grill,
1: Holstein Manufacturing.
2: You have a better recipe for when you grill. Better ingredients, better cuts of meat, and because you're using a grill from Holstein Manufacturing. Well, a better grill. You take grilling seriously, and at Holstein Manufacturing, we make a serious grill. Find your new grill now at HolsteinMFG.com. We
1: build a grill, Holstein Manufacturing.
2: Holstein Manufacturing, we build the grill.
1: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. This is T-Bone. And of course, Andy, I I don't know, I haven't run him off yet. Nope, I'm (laughs) still here. (laughs) He's still here. Hey, listen, this show is sponsored by Holstein Manufacturing. And their website is holsteinmfg.com. Would you please go over and take a look at what they've got? Uh, Oh, one of the things... And would somebody buy me a corn roaster? And... Check out that corn roaster. You'll probably need a couple friends to pitch in. I mean, the grills are pretty cool, too, but we are headed into spring. I want to do roasting ears. When you go to the county fair or the state fair or anything, and, and they're selling ears of corn, it was probably coming out of a Holstein corn roaster. Absolutely. So please visit them at HolsteinMFG.com. Right now it's time for our All Things Barbecue product spotlight. Our other sponsor that we want you to go check out. Check them out at atbbq.com and you're going to find every literally literally everything you would need, right? I would say that yeah, you're going to have trouble going out and not finding yeah what you're looking for yeah about exactly that? exactly about that
2: it's it's a very deep online store my, my problem is i find all the things i'm not looking for this money on. I, <laughs> and then, i'm like i'm just i go oh look at that i need that tub or wow that roach just just what
1: up oh. and all of a sudden i've spent my allowance for the uh, money I, I was gonna say i i know you do a lot of shopping with them so i gotta ask do you have to pull your credit card out every time you purchase or have they got it memorized now oh i, I made it easy sometimes it smokes <laughs> sometimes it gets hot and
2: and so yeah i always have to pull it out as a matter of fact i can only use the metal one i can't
1: use the plastic ones anymore oh really yeah i to they to use the <laughs> So anyway, Andy, what did you come up with today with our product spotlight from ATV? All right, BBQ? so we were
2: talking way, way back in that first segment about brisket, and it got me thinking. and We're going to talk about brisket some more here because now I'm yeah. Uh, it we could spend all four segments. I said on that's brisket. a deep subject. So I did. I feel like we didn't do it all justice or anything there. So, but one of the cool things um, that I like is adding flavor with doubling down on what's already there, right? So you're okay. going to braise in the beef juices. You're going to, you know, add add those flavors in. Well, Cornhusker Kitchen has a beef tallow product, a duck fat, a lard pork fat product. Um, all of those just add so much flavor to whatever you're cooking. So, like, I love to use the duck fat for fries, like if you make a homemade French fry, okay. the duck fat it just makes them taste amazing. And
1: that, that's a spray, right?
2: The, they do a spray, yes. And you can also get like a, the duck fat in a tub, but yeah, the spray is the one that uh, they've got. And then you know, on the steak circuit, that's that duck fat spray is used on the ribeyes. Really? Yeah, that's like one of the secrets—the things that you see the the SCA guys doing is using that duck fat to get that really nice color. Uh, And flavor into them. So stuff like that. So for brisket, it's the beef tallow, right? Right. When you are wrapping and adding that flavor, I usually, you know, double down with some really concentrated jus uh, that's been forming and you can add some beef consummate to that or even, um, you know, like a Johnny's au jus, any type of concentrated beef flavor and then some of that tallow to really help. Get get everything coming
1: together. So now, the the tallow is isn't it kind of a uh, it, it's thicker. Yeah, right, it's like than, I mean it's
2: basically beef beef's
1: version of lard, right? So yeah, you've got yeah. pork
2: fat and, and beef it's tallow, beef
1: flavored Crisco. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and
2: so it, it's great and beef fat for fries too. Like you know, we've had Todd Johns on a ton of times. He loves to do beef fat fries, so he'll take all that tallow and do beef fat. Like when we were doing. Uh, uh, the the KCQ Fest, we were doing the
1: the tallow fries. They're great. I didn't have any. Was this just the last one? I think so. Okay. Uh, by the way, Andy and I met at at the KCQ Fest. I'm I, the first one. Yeah, probably so. It was. I was
2: thinking the Royal, but you're probably right. It probably was KCQ Fest, and then the oh, yeah. Royal was after that. So, yeah, that's right.
1: These aren't very expensive.
2: Uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, yeah, they're like not not bad at all. But the point is, you don't have something. to you don't have to render your own tallow or render your own lard, or you know, go get and produce your own duck fat. They have now produced it in a quality fashion. You can buy it in tubs or spray cans,
1: and it adds more to your adds more to your game. Outstanding, and that is available at atbbq.com. Dot .com. You got it. Right? Okay, so now brisket. Yeah, so let's get get back to with, that with, a which these bit. are these are going to serve right into that brisket. Yeah, so the previous
2: question was around I'm about I want to cook a competition and what am I
1: trying to do to to kind of Okay, make a little more information. That competition that he's talking about isn't until September. And it is not a sanctioned KCBS or any other. It's really just, it's a huge local thing. I think it's their county fair or, or, or something like that.
2: Well, I will tell you, Texas has more barbecue contests probably than the rest of the country. Put together. Just in yeah. Texas. So um, while, while KCBS is having events, um, you you'll have just in Texas... You know, IBCA, Lone yeah, Star, Gold Stars There's, There's so many barbecue associations, and then there are lots of fundraising events for local VFW halls. Or yeah. And so barbecue contests are all over Texas. So, yeah, it does not surprise me at all that it might not be a sanctioned event by one of the larger sanctioning bodies, but it probably is the biggest event in that
1: it, it's a big for deal what they're for them
2: 100 percent. so you still have to show out right you still right. got to do it so for me it's all about trying to create as consistent a cook as possible so on that last segment i'd hit on start with a low and slow cook go 225 so that you can maintain your temperature and have a longer time to manage the meat to get it to where you want it hot and fast cooks are great But when you're starting out, that is the worst place to start because your window of time for doneness shrinks. So if you're cooking at a lower temperature. A lot
1: less wiggle room.
2: Yeah, a lot less wiggle room because you're going to go from underdone to overdone in a hurry at 300 or 325. So I'd say start with a low and slow cook. And then from there, you want to be as consistent as possible. So cook several briskets over the next few months like pick it make that like sunday dinner every other week and do the briskets um start with the same size piece of meat and the same cut and style i would tell you that uh for me that's a you know a creekstone uh brisket that is going to be probably my favorite for flavor is the natural choice brisket that we do Favorite for texture is our MasterChef Prime. Um, But whatever you want to start with, start with it and stay with it because you want to have a consistent product. You want
1: to know Um, what you're going to have at the end of your cook. Exactly.
2: So, you know, so I'd take that and I did this, you know, when we were competing, I would cook with that Creekstone Prime. I would get the same size. I would trim it the same way. And then I can make incremental changes maybe to the seasoning, but I want the cook to be the same
1: so that I learn what that process and timeline is. Okay. Now you hit on something very key there, these incremental changes. A lot of guys journal this stuff. Would you recommend that? Yeah, absolutely. And And what do you put
2: in there? So one of the best ways to do that, uh, if you have something like a fireboard thermometer, and, and I see you got a glass in front of you. I did say thermometer. Oh, um, gosh. So uh,
1: <laughs> everybody excuse me, everybody.
2: <laughs> yep, there we go. So if you've got one of those thermometers, it actually journals all of your temps and times for you. And you can actually snap pictures with your phone of the product, tag them to the journal, put notes in. So you can look and say, oh, here's where my stall was. You can see what temperature your stall started. You can see how long it lasted. You can see all of that, and you can use that fireboard data, put your own notes and pictures Mm. in it. So that's where I like to journal, and all of your previous cooks are available to you on the old interwebs because they're all stored out there in the fireboard. Oh, fantastic. So that to me, that's the best place to do it, but if you want to keep a notebook, that's fine too. Usually, if you're imbibing a little bit while you're cooking, You might have to worry about that, though, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make sure you journal that so you know how many Michelobes you can go through, or Budweiser's, whatever your choice is, uh, for that cook. Or maybe a shinerbach in uh, in New Braunfels, Texas. There we go. Well, thank you very much, Andy. We're going to be back next week with Adam Roberts, uh, another Award of Excellence winner for his YouTube videos. Check him out on there. And uh, we'll see you next week on Barbecue Radio
0: Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday.